Another message appeared on his screen. Location determined. His computer screen started to flicker and crackle. He looked around and saw the visual disruption wasn't just happening to his monitor, but to everyone else's as well. What the hell is that? screamed Sandy as she pointed at the wall-mounted TV, usually displaying the 24-hour news channel. The TV picture had gone, replaced by a mass of static, but this was no random blur of pixels. The static had formed into the shape of a primitively drawn skull. Its form, made of ever-pulsating black and white dots, shook on the display, refusing to stay permanently in one position. It shrank and grew with size, its proportions fluidly distorting, giving the illusion that its strange alien eyes were searching the room, whilst its electricity-generated mouth seemed to widen with an evil intensity. Around the office, the computer screens began to blink and flicker, at first in slow and seemingly random sequences, but quickly they began to unify. The speed of the flashes increased, faster and faster, until they became a pulsating strobe of intense brightness. At that very moment, the lights in the office failed. The dull weather outside gave little illumination through the windows as the freakish light show within continued. Fascinated by the strobing computers, they all looked, hypnotized by the screens, whilst wondering what was going on. Without warning, Tony started to shake and convulse in his chair. His eyes rolled to the back of his head, and drool foamed from his mouth like a rabid dog. He was quickly joined by others, Sandy, Joe. They began to fit violently, too, falling from their chairs and continuing their seizures on the floor. Panic set in as the others began to run from their desks some to their fitting colleagues to help, others attempting to escape these strange events. Matt broke his gaze from the screen and ran to Tony's aid. He crouched beside his fitting colleague and tried to recount the first aid training he'd completed a few years ago, but his mind was blank, consumed with fear and confusion. He held Tony by the shoulders and tried to stop him from thrashing around. Come on, Tone, calm down, he pleaded. Suddenly, Tony went limp. Placing the side of his face close to his workmate's lips, Matt could not feel any breath against his cheek. He opened up the dying man's mouth and began to perform the kiss of life. It was as he breathed the lungful of warm air into Tony's corpse that a huge, searing flash burst from all the screens, much brighter than any of the strobes previously. He looked up and watched as people he'd been talking to only minutes before dropped to the floor, dead their lifeless eyes bleeding from their sockets, their pupils glazed and cloudy. Others stumbled around, as if in the dark, grasping wildly at the air and crashing into chairs and desks. The flash had been devastating in its ferocious intensity, killing some outright, blinding those that had survived. Matt tried to keep his thoughts rational amid a scene of panic, screaming, and death. He tried to think who to help first when a high-pitched whine started to emanate from the computers. At first, he could barely hear it and wondered if it was just the ringing in his ears from the cries of the blind. But as it increased in frequency and intensity, he began to feel sick and dizzy. The pitch increased until it seemed to stop being a sound at all and became a feeling affecting his whole body. Matt stumbled to his feet staggering like a drunk at closing time as he discovered the sound was causing havoc with his balance. Desperately, he tried to maintain coordination while his head seemed to fill with the noise. He felt it behind his eyes. His head throbbed in pain, and his stomach began to convulse. 
making unsettled burbling sounds. He had to get out and find help. He ran clumsily to the door and fell towards it. The high-pitched noise continued as he felt a violent jerk in his gut causing him to vomit. Bile and semi-digested food streamed from his mouth and nose, showering his legs as he lay against the door. The sharp smell of stomach acid hung in his nose, stinging his nasal cavities. He pulled himself to his feet using the door handle, then wildly shook it, but his exit would not open. He maniacally pressed the electronic release, slapping the green plastic button marked open, but again, the door stayed firmly in place, blocking his escape. Matt seemed in agony as his head continued to throb. Realizing he had no way out, he crumpled to his knees, crying in the resolution that he had met his end.